Good morning, my friends out there in the digital universe. This is Marshall Berkshire, and this is another episode of Happiness After Codependency. Today we're going to be jumping into episode number five of Knowing Yourself, or How to Know Yourself. Today we're going to be talking about a principle I call vision, and this is how this, this is how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive others, how we perceive life, and how this influences us, how it shapes us, how it shapes what we're doing in our world, what's going on for us, things of that nature. So if you're new to me, welcome. I'm happy to have you here. And if you're not new to me, if you're a regular, it's good to see you again. Now, um, give you a little overview, overview of what I do. I help codependents rediscover themselves, basically. I help them rediscover themselves by restoring their safety, their sanity, and their self so that they can go on to know, love, and live who they are and create happy relationships in the world, thus restoring or connecting a codependent back with their true self, back with their well-being, back with their happiness. And I do this because this is something I've discovered myself. I have created this in my own life and have helped thousands of others accomplish this in theirs. That is what I do and why I do it. So before we get started today, I need to share this out to the community. The community is your safe haven where you can find guidance, support, and tools in your journey back to yourself, back to your well-being and happiness. After narcissistic abuse and codependency, the link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for your support because doing this work can feel really exposing for me. It can be very... (laughs) <laughs> it can really bring up some stuff to work on. And I appreciate the love, the feedback, the support, and guidance on this. Let me know as well as if the audio is working better in this video because we got some feedback yesterday that things were quieter than normal. And we can all thank, I, uh, we thank Microsoft for that gift because they set all my settings half after an update. So let's see if this one works. I'm going to get this shared out to the community here. Again, that link for the community is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. So let's click the button and see if it actually works. Pam says the audio is great. Excellent. Thank you. And then we're going to get a button and another button and another button. So many buttons, my friends. So many, many buttons. Okay. So... How to Know Yourself, episode number five, shifting how you perceive yourself, others, in life, a.k.a. what I call your vision. <clears throat> so in the previous two episodes, we've been talking about value. We've been talking about voice. Now, value and voice, when they combine, they create a perspective, a lens, a vision or an interpretation of something we've experienced in our world. So the first thing to understand about vision is that it's subjective based on the value center, value reference point you're using, like love, shame, guilt, fear, fatigue, curiosity, confidence, things of that nature. And it's highly influenced by the voice that's activated by that value reference point. So if I'm coming from shame, then the voice that will show up in my head will be like, well, we're stupid and we're wrong and nobody loves us and we're dumb. Um, And then that starts to craft a picture or a vision about my experiences, about myself, about others, about the future, past, and the present. This can really set us up for failure. It can set us up for success. But ultimately what it does is it sets us up for patterns, patterns of behavior, 
patterns of results and patterns of impact in our world. So vision is actually extremely important to the work of breaking free of the trauma bond, breaking free of fantasy and the love addiction in, uh, included in that, as well as breaking free of how we have shaped our self-perception, the, the self-concept we carry about who we are that's been largely shaped by our experiences in the past. And if we come from codependency, then these experiences come with shame and guilt and gaslighting and confusion and, and a sense of worthlessness and not being valued, not being wanted, not being lovable, not being included. And all of this shapes a vision about our future where we are not included, where we are not loved, where we're not wanted, where we're not valued, where we're excluded, we're stuck in shame and guilt and loneliness and isolation. And this crafts, this vision motivates our behavior. And this behavior means we move into like the better than nothing fantasy. Well, since my brain's predicting the future, that this is the way things are, is how it posits that, then I need just, I may as well just keep this relationship or this person in my life, even though they're not either available emotionally, they're abusive, they're toxic to me, their, their behaviors are harmful, um, but it's still better than nothing because, you know, my assumption is that the future is worse. See how vision is influencing us there? Where from that value center of shame or that crafted self-concept from the past experiences you've had shaped the voice, hey, we're not going to get anything better than this, which paints this picture of, of bleakness and of desperation and fear. This is the power of vision in our world. We're doing it right now. My brain's doing it literally in a second. It's like people aren't listening to this. They don't want to hear this. This is dumb. That's literally the voice because the value orientation I've been wrestling with lately is insecurity. And so I'm holding space with that and giving that some, some, some breathing room. So it can be seen and heard. So that younger part of myself that's gone through a lot of exposure trauma in his life can be seen and valued while also continuing to do what I know is best for my well-being which is doing this work I really enjoy what I do I know I'm good I know it's effective and so I have faith in that while also caring caring for myself and nurturing this aspect of myself so I see that vision is constantly in our, our world right now. So something to ask yourself right now about your vision is what are you predicting as an absolute about your future? What do you assume just is going to be, in other words? That will, hint, that will give you a hint or a contact point with what vision you're holding about yourself, about others, and about life. Our journey towards well-being, towards happiness, towards a life free of needing to, needing to be codependent requires us to understand how we can reshape our vision to assist us in getting different outcomes from different patterns of behavior and from different kinds of impacts we create in our world with different choices and actions we choose. So the the fundamental aspect of vision is that it's largely more a result of the value we 
center our our sense of worth and uh, value or importance on how we see ourselves and how we see the world from what value we choose uh, to believe there and the voice that it ignites within us so if i come from confidence or from my innate value this brings in a different voice into my body and into my my thoughts now voice says we're safe we're calm we're still it doesn't have an attachment to an external anymore it's more or less internally oriented and it's at stillness where then from that comes a vision of peace and confidence and that influences how i show up in what i choose to do it also inspires exactly what i do so most of us i would suspect in our lives has had experiences we've had experiences of inspiration or we get a clarity about a thing. Then we do the thing and we get the result we anticipated with that, that came from that clarity. That's vision. It connects us ultimately to what I call our personal brilliance. Brilliance is the thing you do that, that is just you, that's magical to you. Oh, sorry about that. That's magical to you, that's impactful to you and large often to others it's where things take on a sense of magic to it this is where we get into a sense of being connected to something larger than ourselves this is where purpose can be found this is where met our our satisfaction can be met and known and that is a product of properly aligning ourselves with our innate value the voice that comes from that, which would be our true voice, and the vision that starts to paint itself there. So this is kind of a, a bigger reach beyond codependency. This is a step into your brilliance, into your sovereignty, into your beingness, and leaning into what you're here to create and contribute in the world. This is... I have found in my own journey that there really isn't a medium between being in my purpose, in my yard, in my brilliance, or being in codependency. There isn't like a middle space there that lasts for very long because we're usually moving from one spectrum to the other and then living more and more in that particular spectrum. This happens mostly because codependency is a survival strategy. So it's on one extreme end of the spectrum and living in our brilliance living in our well-being and our happiness is on the other side of it and that that's why it kind of like while i'm in this or i'm in that we can't really straddle it a whole lot that tends to cause a lot of pain and confusion so we usually are motivated one direction or the other and this is why it's critical that we attune to and make a practice of rather i'm going to restate that this is why it's critical we make a practice of tuning into our value, the voice that ignites from that value, and the vision that crafts itself from that voice. This is what, it, what I mean to know, love, and live who we are. And in this context, it's also about caring for ourselves. Because we're going to have parts of ourselves that have a lot of pain, a lot of fear, a lot of trauma, a lot of shame or guilt. And this is all 
understandable. It's a legitimate uh, result of what we've been through. Meaning, of course I feel shame about doing this. I was shamed for doing this in the past. Of course I'm scared about stepping out there. I've been (laughs) publicly humiliated in pretty, pretty terrifying ways in my past. So no wonder my body's scared. No wonder I feel a sense of paralyzation at times. No wonder this is alive in me. My friends, what we've been through matters. The feelings that we experience when we encounter ourselves, we encounter others, we encounter life, aren't there because there's something wrong with us. They're there because of what we have gone through. Those emotions tell the story. They're the narrative of our experience. And we can help heal ourselves by understanding and anchoring to our innate value, the voice that gives life to and the vision that that voice paints. This is one way in which I work with my own trauma is to view my experiences through the lens of my innate value. Usually a lot of kindness and love and compassion swamps me in that. Sometimes there's, wow, look at the courage that I've taken there. Like, a few days ago, I was doing that with an experience of being publicly humiliated by a girl whom I confessed my attraction and love for in third grade by writing her a love note. And then she made fun of me in front of everyone for it. And I used to internalize that as, well, I'm a shameful, ugly, disgusting person. But by viewing it through the lens of my innate value, I saw an attribute I hadn't seen before. And that attribute was the courage it took to do that the badassness of myself to really step out there and i started to see how i have done this repeatedly in my life repeatedly with computers with this work with friendships with the things that i want in my life with the things i've i've owned with the relationships i've developed with the thing with the um, risks i've taken the things i've accomplished we're all acts of courage because I was actually being myself. I was showing up as me despite what other people thought, despite what they said, despite what they assumed about me. That's power. That's being aligned with our innate value, honoring the voice it gives life to and following the vision it paints. This is in each of us. This is alive within you. You may not have contact with it right now because your value center is anchored in like shame or fear and security. Some other conclusion, root conclusion that you've been given about yourself and then that's giving voice to or life to the voice of shame and insecurity and and the oblique picture. No wonder it is. And no wonder you have that value center because look what you've been through. I mean, have you been loved? Have you been valued? Have you been seen? Have you been held in warmth and celebration for who you are? If you're watching this video and you're going, wow, this resonates, likely not. Likely not. See, we are where we are because of what we've been through and how we have viewed it. This gives us the power to reshape our relationship our relationship to our past got a bubble in my throat there. This gives us the power to reshape our relationship to our past and change how we orient to ourselves, to our present, and to our future. 
This is where we start to live who we are. What that means is very personal. But generally, the, the common attributes of living who we are is it's satisfying to you. It brings peace into your world. It brings love into your world. You're happy with it. You get to play. You get to do what brings you alive. That's it. It's not some grandiose thing that we're often sold in self-help and coaching and stuff like that. It's whatever speaks to you that brings you alive. Sometimes, for some people, that's as simple as I like going fishing on the weekends. Sometimes it's like I love being, I don't know, they, they love their job because they just enjoy it. It's not a glorious job or you know something that's wow look at you it's more like i just love what i do see in our world these days we are sold a grandiose vision we 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 need the wealth we need the the prestige we need we need to be this we need to be that we're sold the idea of you can have it all do you want it all do you i i don't find that most people want it all i find that as people get to really know themselves, they want specific things. They desire specific kinds of experiences and they desire specific kinds of relationships and outcomes. That's what it means to have it all, is whatever brings you satisfaction. But to get there, you've got to know your value. You've got to be able to listen to your, your brilliance, the voice that guides you, and understand the vision that that paints for you so that you can follow it to its fruition. That's the magic here of living beyond codependency. So we get to come back to ourselves. We get to live who we are. We get to find out that we aren't a terrible person, that there's not something wrong with us. In fact, we get to be filled with love and with joy, with a sense of satisfaction of being ourselves. That's the point of my work, is to bring you back to yourself so that you can go out and play. And through that play, you build satisfaction, you build happiness. And that reinforces your well-being, which amplifies your healing, which creates more play, more satisfaction, more happiness. Instead of being in a, a shame loop that only reinforces dread and pain and emptiness, we're now in a love loop that builds well-being and happiness just by its nature. And that loop depends on you knowing your value, your voice, and your vision. And that's what I help you accomplish in the Know Yourself strategy. That's the whole point of the course, is to connect you back to your innate value, make it the primary value you orient to, tune you into your voice so you know what you want, what you don't want, what your boundaries are, what to say yes to, what to say no to, to really know and understand your intuition and your brilliance, so you can find the answers to the challenges you face in your life, and you can find internal, inward guidance to navigating those. And ultimately, to come to know your vision so you can create a life that really resonates for you. That's really your thing. I'll give you an example of this. You notice behind me, my little cabinet here. Now, most of the time in, in, in the coaching world, uh, you would see awards, you would see trophies, you would see books upon books that are relevant to whatever it is I'm mentoring or coaching in. 
that isn't me. This is part of me. These are games. These are computer games. These two top shelves right here are my favorite games of all time. They're <laughs> this is part of who I am. Now, I've got some books down here which are cool, but this stuff is, is, is part of me. It's part of my personality. It's part of my, my beingness. See, I know who I am and who I want to be, and this is part of it. I've always wanted to have this kind of display and experience, so I did it. It doesn't conform to what other people expect, so what? It's not their yard. It's mine. I live with the consequence. The same goes for your yard. You live with the consequence of the things you choose. Let's help you start choosing things that get you consequences you really like. Get your results you want to live with. Impacts that bring you joy. Rather than suffering. That's the goal of the Know Yourself Strategy. So enrollment is open for the live course. We start August 17th. It's taught twice on that day. That's Tuesday. It's taught twice at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Boise, Idaho time. Uh, there are 21 seats available out of 25. So you can get in on that. The links is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. The common results, I've taught this course four times now and the dominant result is that I love myself I like myself I know myself now I can discern myself from other people I have myself back uh, one client put it I've got my glimmers back that's the power of the know yourself strategy so the link is above on Facebook below on YouTube for enrollment in that course is 16 weeks long and then we've got what's called application trainings that start in 2022 that help you take what you learn in these concepts and apply them to very specific areas in your life so you get long-term support guidance in that you also get access to the heal yourself strategy which is my codependent healing system for restoring your safety sanity and self so you get a lot of value and a lot of bang for the buck in that okay my friends Go gently with yourself. Go out there and explore the vision you're painting in your world. Connect to it. Acknowledge what it is. Let it teach you about where you're coming from in relationship to yourself. What value center you're using, whether it's shame, fear, guilt, love, compassion, care, uh, innate value, whatever it might be. And notice how it's influencing your world. And then change that innate value. Change that value reference point you're using to something else and see how it changes your view of the situations you're going through. Because this is going to reveal more of you to yourself. Because who you are is not a static thing. You're a fluid, dynamic being. And this will help you discover your who you are beyond codependency, beyond your trauma, beyond your past, beyond your own perception of limits. And then you can you can start to discover what you can really do in your world, your own well-being and your own happiness. Thank you again for being here. Remember that you're worth knowing, loving, and keeping. And have a safe day out there, my friends. See you in our next training. Bye-bye.